Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the D Hour Network. I'm your host, Marcia Patterson, with For Your Health Talk Show. I just want to wish everybody happy February. We're in the month of February. Today is February the 1st, 2020, and this year has just come off so tragic with so many things and event happening in other people's lives as well as our own. So I want to wish everyone a happy Sunday and welcome to my show. For the people who have never listened to uh, For Your Health Blog Talk show, this show is a spinoff of my business, Yesterday's Kitchen for Today. And that is to bring good health to the people, making us aware of how Food is affecting our mind as well as our body. And tonight I'm really, really excited because, um, you know, you never know how your life is going to, you know, how can I put it? You never know how your path will come across to you again, how you would cross paths with people you knew in the past or in the future or whatever. I mean, I grew up with some of the, uh, Edgar Moore from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And um, we used to sit on the porch, and I, I used to think her, him and Leroy Henry used to come to my mom's house because I was raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And um, I just thought maybe these um, young guys used to come by the house was always coming by because usually it was on the weekend, sometimes during the week, because Mama always baked. Mama, Mom baked every week. She baked the cake, and she had Kool-Aid. So I thought they were coming by for the cake and the Kool-Aid. But maybe they were coming by for my friendship. I, I I got to know them for years and years and years. And we've always, we, even we lost touch, but we all still remain friends. And we got together and be able to laugh and talk and enjoy each other. So I want to welcome him on my show, Edgar Moore from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Edgar, are you there? Oh, yes, I'm here. Ah, I'm glad to be thank here. You, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm so glad. And you know, Edgar, you're in the entertainment business, so this is kind of up your line because you uh, you play uh, sax. Is it a sax? Yes, yeah, so it's saxophone, alto sax. Been playing since uh, grade school. Yeah, yeah. Now wait a minute. When you and Herc used to come by the house, would y'all just come by to see me, or y'all was for the uh, the cake and the uh, the Kool Aid, or a little bit of both? Well, we came by <laughs> to see everybody, and we enjoyed playing cards with y'all. Yes, yes. We had fun back in the days, you know, in the neighborhood, you know, um, and just enjoying each other. Clean company, clean fun, uh, laughing and, you know, ribbing on each other and that kind of stuff. But um, I thank you for being on the show. But um, today, with yesterday's Kitchen for the Day, which is my business, and yesterday's Kitchen for the Day, let me go back, is that I started that about 12 years ago uh, when I learned about how food was having a profound effect on our health and our mental state, even with our children, because that's a big advocate for me to get into the prisons, to get into the school system, to educate people about genetically modified food and sugar and how we can get our kids back and our health back with diet. And on this journey, and I've been learning this, I want to bring it home. I want to bring it back home to people and families and friends that are going through some health issues. And you and I are about the same age and close to the same age, I think. How old are you, Edgar, now? If I know not, just wait a minute. 65. How old are you? 65 in December. Okay. 65 okay. years okay. old. So I'm a little bit older. Yeah, I, yeah. I think me and your older brother, um, um, your brother Eddie. and I was about the same age. Cause I, yeah, 
Eddie. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I think you and yeah. Okay. Eddie's now was about the same age. But um, going home back to Milwaukee when my mom passed away and going back and forward visiting families and friends, and I'm seeing a health condition, and these are health conditions that we can have control over. So I wanted you to share your story uh, with my listening audience, and I also have uh, Tonya Jordan on, who is part of my family uh, through marriage, and she's my children's cousin because uh, I was married to, um, my, I think her dad and my mother-in-law were siblings, where well, they were siblings. Uh, my mother-in-law passed away back in 1987, and um just realizing and meeting families and friends and saying, okay, we can do this. We can do this together. And I want us to have a platform where we can share our story and let other people know there's hope, there's ways we can take care of this. Because on my blog talk show, if anyone gone back and listened to previous shows, I've had Brenda Koss on. She was diagnosed with breast cancer, ovarian cancer. And that was over 30-some years ago. Um, I'm sharing experience with my cousin. Twelve years ago, was diagnosed with lung cancer and um, overcame that, went back to smoking and drinking. She ended up with cancer on the tongue, overcame that again, that we got to be fighters. But we got to give people that instrument, that information, those tools to fight with. So... Edgar, uh, let's have a small conversation. Well, let me bring Tanya on. Okay. Tanya, there? Are you yes, there, kiddo? I'm, I'm, I'm here. Can you hear me? Okay. I can't. I can't. Can I want to thank you guys. I can't. I can hear you. I want to take time to thank you because this journey with health is so important, and we're finding a lot of young people at a young age, we're getting stuff that our great-grandparents or great-grandparents are supposed to have. Not us at this early age. So, right. Um, Tonya, tell us. Oh, let's start with you first, because I know you have to go. And if um, mm-hmm. I'm hearing a little feedback, I don't know if that's from your phone or what, but I'm getting a little feedback. But um, let me know us, if you can't hear me. But can you hear me now? I can hear you. I'm I'm hearing you, but I'm thinking I'm getting some feedback or something else going on. But let's share your story. First of all, tell we're related through in law uh, through in laws. Um, your brother, your father, and my mother in law, Joanna Beeson, are were brothers, brothers and sisters. Is that correct? Sisters, correct, correct. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Tell people about who you are, um, what's going on with you, and how you noticed something regarding your health. And first of all, what the doctors have just recently um, diagnosed you with. Well, um, as you said, I've just been recently been diagnosed with um, colon cancer. They removed it from my body, but, uh, of course, they still want to keep an eye on me and make sure it um, it, it doesn't spread or it hasn't spread. And um, basically, I have um, really, I call myself watching what I eat, keeping up with the latest trends, but what I found out was what they told us was good for you was not so good. <laughs> you know, um, I've eaten things o- over the years that, that really challenged my health. So um, fast forward, this is where I'm at. 
but I, I don't want to make this a death sentence for me. I want to, uh, I want to live a healthier life. And that's how I got in touch with you, Marsha. I started doing the research, started listening to the YouTube um, stories, you know, going on the internet, finding information about beating cancer. And basically what I want to do is really fight cancer the natural way. I don't want to do the Western way, you know, because I don't, you know, you're trying to alleviate a lot of that toxins out of your uh, body. So born and raised here in Milwaukee, you know, thinking I'm doing the right thing and come to find out I wasn't, uh, what I thought was the right thing was not (laughs) necessarily the best for my health. Now, uh, at this current, yeah, I'm here. At this current time, Mm -hmm. I know a lot of us, colon cancer, like you said, it's related to diet. And a lot of times sugar is the big culprit. And what I've learned is that sugar helps feed cancer. If you're eating white bread, white flour, white sugar, all that stuff has been processed, and that's feeding the cancer. So when, and I always share with people when I do workshops is that, if you break your leg, you have to allow that leg to be set in place and to allow to heal. And our body is in a crisis, so we're going to have to put something alive in our body that's like fruits and vegetables and nutrients and vitamins so our body can do what it's normally designed to do by the creator. It's to heal itself. And I'm like mm-hmm. I said, I've known people who met people who have been diagnosed with colon cancer, uh, ovarian cancer, all kinds of various cancers, and they are healed. They are healed. Tonya, can you mute yourself when you're not talking? I can. Uh, I can. Okay. Uh, let me okay. put this. Yeah. Okay. But um. I know she 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 got her grandkids, and I know how it's trying to operate with your grandchildren around. So I, I truly truly understand. But I, what I wanted is so important for you to share this message with everyday people. I've had um, Ke- Kelly Jordan on the on thing who have um, a colon cleansing business, and we wash our cars, we wash our hair, we take a shower, but no one thinks about cleaning their colon from the inside periodically, just going in and getting that flush out, get all that toxin out of your body because disease starts in the gut. You don't get it in your heart. You don't get it in your brain. It's decide all disease starts in the gut because what we feed that gut feeds the rest of the part of the body. And we're eating food that our grandparents and our great-grandparents never even had on the table. Because many of our grandparents and great-grandparents, they had their own farm, they had their own garden, so they didn't have the herbicide and the pesticide, and they weren't going and taking all this medication and all this food that we're eating that's been injected. The cows are being injected with antibiotics and all kinds of stuff, and uh, our food's been sprayed with herbicide and pesticide, and that has a profound effect on us. But what... Tonya, are you doing, because uh, we talked about juicing, we talked about minerals, we talked about um, wheatgrass, and tell us how you starting this journey and what that journey looks like for you right now. Okay, so here I am, I am starting my journey with the juicing. 
I'm starting my journey with the juicing. I've started with the, um, because my problem was in the stomach, as you say, um, it's, I'm starting it with ginger. I'm, I'm, I'm doing the, I'm doing a shot of turmeric to help with the inflammation. And then also you hit, hit me to the wheatgrass, you know, to help keep my immune system up. And um, I'm also on a, on a regular basis, which is every day, trying to alkaline my body, keeping it balanced. Because that's another thing. I was, I think my acid levels were very high. So I'm, I'm working acidic, on keeping yeah, that balance. Acidic. acidic, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very high. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the beginning. I got a long, you know, I still got a lot to do. I still, you know, because I, I also developed some bad habits. Sugar being one of them. <laughs> Chocolate chip cookies and mm-hmm. custard ice cream. I Once again, I live in the state of Wisconsin. We're the custard state. So, uh, <laughs> bad, bad, yeah. bad habits, bad habits. But, you know, um, it's, it's one day at a time, one step at a time. And I also, you know, once again, Marsha, I, I appreciate uh, you helping me not living in fear. Because I'm going to tell you something, that fear and stress will get you quicker than anything. And you have to believe you're going to be all right. Yeah. You know, you have to wake up yeah. believing you're going to be all right. You got to get that fear mechanism out of the way. Because yeah. when somebody yeah. says you have cancer, the first thing you think that's a death sentence. And it, it, and mm-hmm. it, and it, it will take you over if, if you don't mm-hmm. get a hold to it, if you don't get some balance, if you don't get, get some faith. If you don't get some spirituality mixed up in the mix, so yeah, I pre- I want to put that out there. I appreciate you for that because that keeps me in alignment. And I think it's so important because I had um, I had uh, another lady on uh, Joan, and she was working with she works with the Living Food Institute, and she does positive mm-hmm. thinking and prayer. Prayer is so powerful, and scientists and doctors have all said it, that the brain, when you pray, people miraculously start healing. The brain lights up. It's like melatonin all generates into your, into your system. And I think what is too important, too, is that forgiveness. You have to forgive people. Walk in love. And you cannot carry that on because walking in unforgiveness and bitterness is a toxin to your body, and you don't want to release that into your system. There's a book called Feelings Buried Alive Never Die, and it talks about how these different feelings of unforgiveness can generate certain illness for your body, like cancer or uh, 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 migraine headaches or arthritis and different things like that. But in the book, I was reading it many years ago, where uh, it talks about um, this American soldier going into Germany to help uh, um, with the concentration camp. The American went into Germany, and they went into this one concentration camp to liberate some of the Jews. They had gotten there. The war was coming to an end, and all these men were so fixated, they were sick, and he said the smell of uh, the Jews burning, where they had burnt them in a concentration camp, and giving these, um, just killing them, how they were killing them, and the grave sites of all these Jews laying around there, that many American soldiers were sick to their stomachs. 
that they were throwing up. And he said there was one guy in the concentration camp that came up to them, to the American soldiers, and said, look, I speak five languages. I'm willing to help you to process these people's paperwork so they can be liberated or be find their families and friends and be connected to families and friends. But the man that was in there that came up to the American soldier looked like he had just gotten into the concentration camp because he didn't look all skinny and frail and sickly like the other one. When they got to processing his paperwork, come to find out he had been there six years. And the American soldiers were like, wait a minute, you've been in this concentration camp for six years. How come you don't look like the rest of them? And he said something that I had to close the book and really meditate on what he had said. He said, I've been here six years. He said the, um, the Nazi soldiers came into his neighborhood. They knew he was a prominent lawyer, married, had five children. They lined his family up and shot every last one of them and all these other Jews in his neighbor. He said that look, the hatred and the look he saw in their eyes, he said he did not want it in his eyes. So every day he decided he was going to love his enemy. He was going to love everybody. But he said in the concentration camp itself, the Jewish people that was in the concentration camp hated each other more than they hated the Nazi soldiers. I could not get past that. I closed the book. I said, and he said, hate brings such a deteriorating spirit on you inside. You start decaying from the inside, and it manifests on the outside. I had to close the book and think, oh, my goodness. Love and forgiveness is very powerful. And when you're sick, just like Yeshua, Jesus Christ came and died for us. And even on the cross, he said, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He was forgiving his enemies. So we have to walk in that forgiveness and love because it's going to heal our heart. It's going to heal our soul. And once the inside is healed, then the outside will manifest that healing too. And that's why it's so important what I've learned when your body's in a crisis with cancer or anything like that, we have to put live things in our body. Anything that has to die for us to eat, we don't need to be eating it, especially when our body is in a crisis. So that's important with the juicing of the of, of vegetables, especially greens, um, kale, collard greens, um, carrots, apples, juicing that and giving yourself that alive. And even with the seeds, you know, the seeds are alive, chewing on the seeds. And that's why I always tell people, why are we eating seedless grapes and seedless watermelon? Seeds are powerful. That's how you reproduce it. How we get another crop is with seeds. And if we don't have seeds, it's not the bees. We're to eat food with seeds in it. And it tells us that in Genesis 1.12. So drinking water, you know, you started the water journey, making sure you get the, your, your body is hydrated so your body can, because water is alive. We are alive. We're human beings. So we're going to eat food that's alive. And, you know, so many people overcame this journey. And, yes, it gets scary because when you go back to the doctor, they give you a prognosis. They're going to give you what they see. But we're going to take this to a spiritual realm so God can heal you. And he, you're going to be healed by going to his table, 
not man's table. And scriptures is so important to me because I start my day off quietly praying. I started a prayer journal, and I've been doing it for years where I'm writing and praying. And sometimes he had me think about people I hadn't even thought about. And I have to, they did something to me or I had some kind of feelings toward them, I have to let it go and move on. That's so important. Now, um, are you doing nothing but juicing? So are you eating any solid foods now, Tonya? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, um, like you said, kale. I like kale. I like spinach. Um, I've cut down on my meat tremendously. I'm down to one. Yeah, you have to get away from that, yes. You want to you want to pull that off your diet completely at this point. Okay. Now, what I would suggest is bone broth, because uh, that would help build up your immune system. You can do the soup, but I would uh, I would get in um, omega three. You know, the cod liver oil, the probiotics. Mm-hmm. You want all that stuff into your diet, and that's so important for juicing because you're right up there. You work at Outpost, right? Right, I, working at Outpost Foods—that's a—that's a major help. Because all yeah. I have to do is come and to so, work. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and you know, drinking green juice every morning, every afternoon, and then one thing you—and we talked about doing the by sending you some information. Did you look at information on vitamin C infusion? Because that's really yeah, because I got that. Mhm. Good, and, um, good. Now, now I did, yeah, I definitely. Yeah, that is very important. And vitamin C infusion is very important. I've heard so many success stories with people who have had cancer. And, you know, more of those uh, holistic doctors are out here. And then, too, you got more and more uh, traditional doctors that's bringing that balance of tradition and holistic together to treating their patients. So I'm being able to find a doctor. And if that's your people, if your doctor not willing to work with you, fire him. Fire him. Yeah. And hire you another one. You don't be giving him some mm-hmm. money if he's not doing his job. If we didn't do our job, what happened? We lose it. So, hey. That's right. Find you one that's going to work with you, that's going to listen to you. And you got even doctors now that will sit and pray with you. So, hey. Let's go there. You want someone that's working with you and doing that. Now, since you started this journey, how have you been feeling? Well, what I have noticed is I'm getting my energy back. Because after the surgery, uh, I was very weak, very weak. I did, you know, wasn't much I could do. But now I can um, I can get around now. I can walk. I can I'm back to my regular routines. I can go up and, you know, go up and down the stairs because you have to realize they split me up the middle in my stomach. And that affects, I, people don't realize your stomach, like you said, it affects your ability to walk. It affects your ability to lift, move around. And, you know, so that, I was in trouble. But as time goes on, I'm building up my my strength, and I also I'm at a point where I'm researching proteins, because I know when I first got out the hospital, my doctors kept encouraging me to to do protein drinks. That was the you know it was they said it helps the healing process. So I'm currently in the process of researching that. But since I've okay. been doing the, the 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 wheatgrass and the ginger, my energy has 
trust me, it has increased tremendously. Yeah, Ann Wigmore was one of the, actually there, Ann Wigmore um, Clinic in Florida, and she was real good about, she fought cancer and other issues, health issues for people with wheatgrass. And green is important. Green grass is important. It has oxygen in it, and so when your body is mm-hmm. oxidized, you can't cannot live there. And I sent you some information on cancer. Did you get that in the mail yet? Mm, I probably didn't get it yet because, you know, I recently moved and I forward all my mail. So it's going to take a minute. Okay. Okay. But I will uh, get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and one thing, the reason why I'm putting this information out there, because you got a lot of people who have no insurance or their insurance don't qual- qualify them to have certain things or won't pay for certain things. True. So I don't want people to panic that we can do this. We can go to the table of God's table where things are natural and healthy and learning how to implement this back into our diet. My grandparents on my um, mom's side, they was 15 children. And my grandfather walked out into the fields of Louisiana to get whatever herbs he needed whenever somebody was sick. Okay? He lived to be 97 mm-hmm. years old, 98 and my grandmother on my father's side lived to be 105. And she, too, lived pretty much on the farm most of her life. Now, I never sat down to talk with them about what they did, how it worked in their bodies and things like that. I had no clue. But I'm learning this, and I want to be able to pass this information that juicing with organic fruits and vegetables, Brenda Cobb, when she was diagnosed with ovarian cancer, and breast cancer, and she's only had was given so many days to live. Her parents, both her mom and her grandmother, both died of breast cancer, and she said, "I'm not going that way." And she started juicing just with her blender, and and juicing and uh, eating fresh fruits and vegetables and salads and soups and putting uh, minerals back into her body, and she's alive and well, and Living Food Institute, when she went back to her doctor, he says, wait a minute, what did you do? She told him. And then he starts sending her patient, and that's how her business started, the Living Food Institute. So we can we can have a movement going on in our community that's going to bring life and not death. You know, we're so quick to tell us, my girl, do you know somebody died? What's her name? Died of cancer. No, somebody survived. Yeah, we stole, yeah. Survived. somebody survived. Thank she survived. Somebody survived cancer. Girl, what did she do? We're here to tell you what she's doing. And that's what we want to do is share that information. Instead of sharing the bad news, we got good news. Christ said, I share the good news. And have life more abundantly. And that's why I truly believe in 23rd Psalm, he says, I go to prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemy because we are eating off the wrong table. Adam and Eve got kicked out of the garden because of what they ate. We're now getting kicked out of our mind and body because of what we're eating. So no, that's, an amen. So that's a good way to put that. <laughs> that yes. is a good way to put that. We ain't got kicked out of our mind and our body. And our body. Mm-hmm. What we're eating. Mental illness, everything is linked to diet. Schizophrenic, ADHD, bipolar. 
diet, diet, diet. I was in a grocery store one day here in Atlanta, and I was picking up some water, some spring water, natural spring water. Nice-looking young man come over there, and he's buying all these Kool-Aid. And I looked at him, and he's buying it. He got this sugar. And I looked at him. I said, sir, I said, can I share some with you? He said, sure. I said, do you know drinking this Kool-Aid can affect your uh, academically, and it can cause you to be the food color dye, ADHD, bipolar? He looked at me. He said, they told me I'm ADHD. I said, then you don't need to be drinking that. You don't need the white sugar. That young man put it down. He said, I need to be buying water, huh? I said, yes. So he bought some water. <laughs> and we haven't been taught, you know, train up a child the way they should go, and when they old, they will not depart. And that's important for me to train up the next generation so they're not being lost, completely lost. So we got to be that light. And so I'm glad that you guys are on board. Now, I'm going to go to Edgar. Edgar, um, tell us uh, yeah. about, tell me about your diagnosis and what the doctors have said to you. Well, uh, in 2018, June of 2018, I was diagnosed with um, multiple cirrhosis. And, like, what happened to me was uh, I was trying to get out of bed one morning, and my legs wouldn't bend, so I couldn't get up. So I had stayed in stayed in that bed for about, oh, three hours before I called, called for help. So I figured, I said, well, maybe I'll they relax, and then I could bend them, but I couldn't bend them. So I called the paramedics, and they came, and I called, um, was it the, um, the manager of the apartment that I was staying in, and they had to um, bend my legs. But they straightened me up and put me on a stretcher, took me out to the, to the hospital. But I was diagnosed with MS, and... Um, they said I had um, cramps in my legs and spasms. But I had told them, I said, I had problems, and I was telling my primary care doctor that I was having problems, numbness in my fingers, and I had to quit playing and singing in the band where I was having lower back pain. And I had to sit down in order to, on stage, in order to play my saxophone and to sing in the group. So that wasn't working for me, so I had, Decided to leave the band alone, and I was uh, whoo, I was having so many problems then. Well, and when I got to the hospital, I was weak. So they had put me in therapy, and the therapy was rough. All the bending and this and that for my legs, but they said that's what I need, and I need to get right back into therapy. But I'm interested now, in, like you said, changing my diet and using the um, CBD oil, the sea salt, and uh, the alkaline, try to alkaline my body. So I'm very much interested in um, trying to improve my health because I'm on a, um, ooh, I, well, I'm, I'm on a walker, but I, uh, when I go to the store, I go to the store in a wheelchair, and then I use a mobile cart. When I when I go to the store, if the store doesn't have a mobile cart, then I don't go to that store. So, I my my mobility is has decreased, 
and they say that I had um, what is it, three lesions on the outside of my spine. So um, now they're going to try to um, feed the lesions and um, straighten them up. So I guess a lot of work that I have to do to get myself back in order and get back into walking condition and this and that, you know. So it's a, it's a lot of work, and I'm ready for to put forth the work. And now that I know about the CBD oil and the uh, alkaline in my body and the sea salt, and I want to try this um, gummy bears that I've heard about, you know. So I'm very much interested in doing some of the um, – the cannabis type medication because I I have uh, about six different medications that I take six pills and I think these mm-hmm. pills keeps constipation in my system and then to get rid oh, of sure. constipation oh, I have to take medication and get on diarrhea you know to soften yeah. up the bowels Mm-mm. so it's rough Mm-mm. it's very Mm-mm. rough I've been sick all week and you know. Oh, my God. And see, that's why when you go into juicing and, you know, we talked one time, you were talking about eating cereal. We've got to get those cereals out of our, our diet and drinking the water. What My listening audience, when Edgar talked about sea salt, one thing I learned, uh, there's a book, You're Not Sick, You're Thirsty, and it talks about one of the diseases that can come from dehydration is MS. We we don't drink enough water. Sometimes when we don't drink water, our muscles start contracting and it's cramping and um, just cramping, cramping, cramping. We are made of minerals. When the creator created us from the earth, we was made with minerals, and that's 102 minerals we need. And Dr. Sabies, any of those who are familiar with Dr. Sabies, talks about us needing those 102 minerals per day. And how are you going to get that in there? We, I do sea moss. I have not introduced sea moss to. Well, I told you about the sea moss pills that you can purchase, but just bringing those information to everyday people that not knowing how to connect to um, Dr. Sabi, uh, Dr. Joanne Budwick, Dr. Natasha Kelly McBride. These are all holistic doctors that I've learned to connect with and read their books and research their information that I want to tell it to someone else because I see people getting well. But the sea salt, I'm telling y'all, the pink Himalaya sea salt is powerful because, as I said, you need 102 minerals. That sea salt has 84 minerals. You have the Celtic sea salt, which has about close to 90 minerals. And one thing I've learned, and that's why I keep that sea salt, is taking maybe one or two teaspoons of that and put it in into a gallon of spring water, drinking half your weight in water in ounces. Because if you go to the hospital, the first thing they hook you up is to saline, which is salt water. Your brain sits in salt water. Your brain is 60% fat. You need salt water. When I had my home daycare, one of the moms, I'm sharing with them about what I do, how I want to get this other business going, and she says, I have a friend of mine, he's a a fitness coach, and he's having some health issues. Young man came by the house. We're sitting and talking. So she gave him my information. I'm having a conversation with him. And he said, Miss Marsha, I can't remember nothing. I have brain fog. 
He says, I can't, I, I, I go in a room, I can't remember nothing. He says, I get cramping when I'm exercising. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And I looked at him. I said, oh, you took salt out your diet. He said, yes. I said, no. The little girl with the umbrella, yes, you take her out your diet because she's only has two minerals. We are mineral people. We came from the earth. So we're going to go return back to your earth. So we need that earthly stuff in our body, and our body is looking for it. But we're feeding our food that has no minerals. We are overfed and malnourished because we're eating off the wrong thing. When he started adding one or two teaspoons of sea salt to his water as he was drinking it, he said, oh, my God, I can't believe this. The brain fog gone away. I used to be able to tell you when it was going to rain and when the temperature was going to drop when I left Wisconsin. I can't tell you that no more. The temperature can get as low as it wants to and it can rain. My body don't require that. And your brain sits in salt water. And over the years, if you don't replenish the salt or the water, the nervous system that allows messages to travel back and forth through your brain and through your body dries out. We have to keep that flourish. And you think about it. When our great-grandparents were preserving their meat, how did they do it? They packed it with salt. Before refrigeration, they packed the meat with salt. We need the healthy salt. And also that salt is great for your teeth. Um, about eight years ago, I went to a workshop on how to cure your mouth of tooth decay. Dr. Weston Price was a dentist, a well-prominent, wealthy dentist that was part of the United States Navy in the late 1800s, 1920-something, was able to travel the world. But what knew that came out in the world was a camera. And his wealthy friends said, man, we're meeting people in Africa, Indonesia, and uh Alaska and all these remote villages that still had no part of civilization. They ate off the land. They grew their own food. They did their own thing. They didn't have doctors or dentists, and their teeth was nice and straight. They had no cavities. They didn't have cancer. They didn't have tuberculosis, which was prevalent at this time in the United States. They had none of the disease because they were eating natural food and eating from White flour, white sugar, white rice, canned food was not in their diet. When civilization moved into their community and the white flour and the white sugar and the canned food, they started getting what Americans got, crooked teeth, rotten teeth. I'm like, oh, my God. I had cracked my tooth. Sitting at that workshop, the man that hosted was 59 years old and had all 32 of his teeth and don't go to a dentist. I'm telling you, I take some of that salt water and I gargle my mouth and I brush my teeth with that. It takes the plaque off and it will take out a toothache in a second. My sister-in-law, I had gave her some of that rock salt. She didn't do nothing with it. She just let it sit in the cabinet. She called me she, a couple of years later, maybe a year later. Marcia, didn't you tell me that salt water, something helped with this? My husband's sitting here with toothache and it's been hurting all weekend long. Didn't you tell me something? I said, didn't I give you a one of those rocks? Your girl's been sitting in the cabinet. I said, then it's gold. You give it to him. She went into the kitchen, gave that salt water to him, and he rinsed his mouth out. 
instantly the tooth stopped hurting. The infection that was on there was gone. She comes back, it stopped. He was mad at her because she had been sitting with it all weekend. He had been in pain all weekend. We can go back and heal our body. Creator designed it that way. But just like the enemy with Adam and Eve, we have been deceived. We have been deceived about how to take care of our our body. Because people tell us, okay, eat this, eat that. Uh, no, no, we can't eat that. So we want to be able to go back and eat that healthy food that will bring about a healthy life for us and our children. Because once we learn this, we can share this with our children. All right? I'm going to take a break. I'm having some technical difficulty trying to get the, my calls back on. So I'm going to um, play this music and hopefully we can get this going here. Oh, I don't know what's going on here. Bear with me, you guys. Sometimes the Internet, you know, with this Internet radio, you're at the mercy of the Internet at the time that you're doing this show. So I do apologize for the technical difficulty. Just bear with me for one moment. Hold on here. Why is my computer, hold on here. All right, you guys, I do apologize. But the the whole message is this, is that we um, know how to take care of ourselves. And it's great information out here. And a lot of times we don't get the, we don't get the memo, we don't get the call. But I'm here to give us a call to say, hey, this is what's being done, and this is how it's done. So we can go back to taking care of our body and our health God's way. Oh, let's see. Bear with me here. My computer is acting up. Edgar and Tonya, I'm asking you to be patient with me as I get this, try to figure out how to get back in here. Every now and then, this thing acts up on me. And tonight is deciding to do that, and I do apologize. All right. Are you there? Edgar, are you still there? Yep, okay. I'm still here. I'm here. I'm here. Okay, okay great. But I'm going to have right, to let you go because a... i got to get the grandkids. You take care of the grandkids. Okay, I sent you some, inf- I sent you some information, Tanya, so give me a call okay. once you get it. I will, and take I care. Did... All right, have a blessed week. One thing I did say, Tony, and I'm going to say this before we take our break, is that there's some people who cannot afford their health insurance or can't afford a doctor or they just don't have no health insurance. What I've learned, there are independent clinics that you can go. You can go. Once you get that diagnosis, you can start. Um, they can help you read the numbers to say, here's my blood work, here's my a white uh, blood count, this is what it's looking like. All of these things, people are putting the power of good health back into their own hands, researching, learning these things. I'm not telling you to give up your doctor. You know, if you have one, good. You know, work with them and someone you can have a conversation with. I'm scared. I want to know how to do this. I want to know how I want to try this and work with him. And if you don't want to work with you, find one that will. I think that's very important for us to be able to have that power of knowing that I can do this. And
and knowing other people have overcome MS, cancer, schizophrenic, bipolar, autism with diet. I want to remind our listening audience, you're going to be our network. I'm your host, Marcia Patterson, and we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. So
She had to go. She had to babysit for her grandchildren, which I understand. But I just want to remind our listening audience, this program, this radio advice, all this information presented here is for the purpose of information and education only. It should not be construed as offering medical advice or diagnosis or treatment for any illness or injury, condition, or prevention of health problems. The listening audience should consult with their licensed practitioner or their doctor for proper diagnosis and treatment. Edgar, we talked earlier, you and I, um, prior to you getting your prognosis or diagnosis for MS, were you suffering cramping? Um, I know you said some tingling, but did you find yourself cramping when you were playing an instrument where you couldn't move your fingers or any of that type of thing were happening? Yes, my fingers had got real stiff. And then, like I said, my, my back, I, 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 my lower back, I was having lower back problems where I was not able to uh, really lift any, too much of anything, you know, and I was moving slower and slower, walking very slow. You know, everything was strenuous. And how long, how long was that before, you know, was it a long period of time where the cramping and stuff kept going on? Well, the cramping started about, oh, maybe about three months before I was diagnosed. And, and uh, with the spasms, but then the the back mm-hmm. problem that started about six, about, I would say about six months. Yeah, and I had to come out like I said, I had to quit the band and leave the band alone. And I've been playing in the band for ooh, almost fifty years. I know. I remember. I remember. Now my thing is, how was your water intake, drinking water, back? Back then. Well, I don't. I don't think my water intake was really that good. When I was uh, my last job, 
I was at uh, Potawatomi working in the casino, and I was mainly drinking a lot of coffee. Okay. And, uh, I would say like uh, maybe two cups of coffee before I go to work. And when I get to work, maybe two more cups of coffee. My first break, two cups of coffee. My lunch hour, two cups of coffee. And then when I get off from work, I might drink two cups of coffee. So I was drinking a lot of coffee and was putting that little sugar to come in the packs in there, you know, so mm-hmm. a lot of sugar in coffee. And that, and and that, that was for five years. And see, coffee dehydrates you. And one of the things I've learned that um, I know when I'm busy and I'm ripping and running and going about places, if I've been out on the farm and I'm sweating and I haven't drinking enough water from doing the presentation, late at night my body will let me know I'm dehydrated. My toes will get a cramp in it at night. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, I forgot to drink some water or I didn't have enough salt and water. So I would get up, sip salt on my tongue, and sip on it, and immediately it'll go away. Immediately. Oh, okay. Well, see, now and I drink a lot of water, have, and I'm using the sea salt. Yeah, because I asked you, because I asked you, were you dehydrated? Were your mouth feeling like cotton? You said your mouth felt like cotton all the time. It'd be correct? dry, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now that when you, we, we, when I made that suggestion about you doing the water and salt, sitting that on your tongue and then sipping on your water, how has things been for you then? It's much better, much better. Okay, good, good. Yes, good. it's way better. Um, when I'm watching TV, I have a, uh, a bottle of water and my sea salt, cheek sea salt, sitting next to me. Mm-hmm. And I do, do this while I'm watching television during the day. Okay. And no coffee, no soda. I, um, I hold salt in my mouth for a while, you know. Mm. Now, are you still drinking the coffee and the sodas and that kind of stuff? No, I stopped drinking. I haven't uh, drank any coffee in probably, um, I'd say, about six years. Wow. Okay. So the coffee yeah. stopped. I gave the coffee up. So I, I gave away my coffee pot and all that. <laughs> so you made sure you weren't going to make no coffee, huh? <laughs> no more. No more coffee. <laughs> Now, what does your typical diet look like at this point now? Well, what do you do? Uh, a lot of times I, I don't feel like cooking, so I'll, I'll do sandwiches, Polish, pizza. You know, oh. I, I, I like to cook beans and smoked meat. I bake. I, I don't fry no food. I have baked chicken, I bake um, pork chops, and I bake pork steaks. So, a lot of bacon food. Well, I'm going to challenge you. I want to challenge you and to challenge you to take all that out your diet and go um, vegetarian. I want you to juice, to maybe juice some kale, spinach, apples, um, carrots. Do that for several weeks, and then maybe salad, uh, bone broth. I saw my sister-in-law taking me to a um, a butcher store on 50, I think it was on 55th and State. It's a grass-fed butcher store in Milwaukee. Milwaukee is picking it up. I mean, the organic industry, I had to leave Wisconsin to realize 
them folks outside of Milwaukee, they got it going on with the organic and the natural perspective. And I see even in the city and even in the inner city over there where um, is that old, what was that mall over there on Fond du Lac somewhere? They got a little a plaza, a little mall there, and they have some uh, juicing, organic juice bars, uh, juicing, natural. I know they had some uh, on Silver Spring. They had a uh, guy who had a farm up there that was doing um, wheel, wheel, was doing all organic farming up there. I don't know if he's still in business, but then we got outposts right there on Capitol Drive that it's all around us. So we really need to look around and say, okay, this is where I need to be shopping at. You got Whole Food, which I call Whole Paycheck, but Whole Food is not already all uh, organic. And so I tell people when you buy your fruits and vegetables, if you have cancer or you have a really serious illness, it should be organic. And how do you know you're buying organic? It normally says that. But also on your produce, it has a little round sticker. Like if you buy an apple, there's a sticker on the apple or orange. There's some numbers on that fruit. If the number starts with a nine, it lets you know it's organic. If the number starts with a four or three, it's grown conventionally, but they use herbicide and pesticide. You never want a four or three if you got a strawberry, blueberry, whatever, because when they spray that fruit with the herbicide and pesticide, with the soft-skinned fruit, it sinks directly into the fruit itself. So when your body's in a crisis, when your body's in a crisis, you should always go organic. If the number starts with an eight, but they've gotten smart enough not to do eight, but if it starts with an eight, it's genetically modified. Now, a lot of times they won't put the number eight on just a fruit or vegetable. The eights are usually in bags, like bag of potatoes or something like that, because a couple of times I went looking for some organic potatoes, and I couldn't find none. So I bought the potatoes that was in a bag, and something said it was an 800 number underneath the barcode. Call them and find out what's this code on these potatoes? And she said, ma'am, if it's not a nine, it's, that's the only way you're going to get organic. She didn't want to tell me it was genetic modified or whatever, but we need to know. And there's certain foods and vegetables that's out there, and it's crossbreeding and everything else that wasn't designed to be. So to start off, Juicing, you can do uh, green tea. Green tea is helping. Or buying ginger, buying ginger okay. um, roots and, and cutting the little ginger roots up and using that. If you do, and sugar should actually be cut off your diet. And maybe raw honey can be implemented into your diet. It's really healthy. The raw honey is really healthy, you know. Um, for those who have uh, summer allergies, if you start feeding your kids some bee pollen before the summer comes, it helps build up their immune system to be able to handle the allergy for the summer. But you need to buy the bee pollen and the raw honey from your area because the flowers and the blooming affects your area and affects your body. Juicing, carrots, kale, apple. Um, I'm going to show. I'm actually going to be doing a presentation at Grady Hospital here in Atlanta, Georgia, on fermentation. 
fermented food is so powerful for putting, getting your body back. I've met and read about so many people who have MS no longer have MS. You have to cut the things that have to die for you to eat out of your diet, like the pork chop and the beef. We okay. can implement that back once your body starts healing. But doing that healing process, that's like if you broke your leg, you can't get up and play football. You can't get up and move. You're going to have allow that healing process to take place. And that means setting that bone in place, wrapping it up, allowing all the minerals and the calcium and everything else that it's supposed to do to reconnect. So you have to feed your body the food that's going to regenerate your cells, your blood, and everything else. And that's with diet, juicing, just whatever you like, carrots, apple, kale, and taking the minerals, probiotics, getting the probiotics, and I recommend the probiotics in the refrigerator because there's a lot of bacteria. This is a lot of bacteria. The reason I started yesterday's kitchen for the day because Marsha don't like spending money on medicine and a whole bunch of vitamins. I want my food okay. to be my medicine. How many times many of us have bought vitamins and the vitamins are all sitting in the cabinet and we haven't finished them? And that's why when I come back to Wisconsin again, I'm going to do a workshop on fermented food again because I did one once before at Atkinson Library. I did one right there in Atkinson Library, Fresh, and then did one over on Shorewood, uh, no, on Martin Luther King Street, over there on Martin Luther King, right over there near 5th District Police Station. Hey, but a few people show up, and I'm out there saying, hey, y'all, this is what I'm trying to do. Uh, Connect with Dr. Lester L. Carter. You need to call him, too, over on Carter Drugstore. Dr. Carter is an herbalist and a pharmacist, and he still mixes and composts stuff the old way. But he will let you know about the natural way of healing your body, giving you that balance, helping you to say it can be done. But all the stuff that white flour, sandwiches, white flour, when you eat carbs, carbs turn to sugar. White bread, white flour. I don't, flour, have, any, white I don't have any flour in, in, in my apartment and, and uh, sugar either. Well, see, the white, with the sandwiches, the, the sandwiches with the bread turns to sugar. Carbs turn to sugar. Right, I got the bread. I eat too much bread. I I can say that. Yeah. So right now, until you ferment your bread and doing it, showing people how to go back to doing these natural things, and it's easy. And I don't do nothing hard. I don't do nothing hard that's gonna keep me in the kitchen all day long. Don't do it. But I'm telling you, I want to eat my way to good health. I was in Walmart and I watched a gentleman pay, and this was over 12 years ago, maybe, $400 for one prescription. This elderly man paying four hundred dollars for one prescription. I said, I ain't going there. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. Don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And come to find out, some prescriptions are even more than that in the thousands of dollars for one prescription. If we eat the right food, our body would do what the Creator designed it to do, and that's heal itself. So you now. Um, Let's talk about cannabis oil. You said now okay. you, we tried it once. You, you going to try it again? Yes. The I cannabis do. oil. 
because oh yeah, if anyone interested in cannabis oil, research Rick Simpson cannabis oil. Cannabis oil is big. It is big, and I know it works. I know I I can testify that it works based on what I witnessed from my family and other people. Now you tried it, right? The cannabis. Right. Mm-hmm. And what did you think? What happened? Oh yeah. For you. Well, I I, I, feel you a, I feel like I, I'm a little more active than I was before. Okay. Okay. So I'm, I'm trying so to I'm trying to exercise a little bit and um, get the mobility back in my legs and stuff. Did you try swimming uh, and some uh, water therapy at the Y or something? No, I I haven't did any swimming in years, many years. Yeah, I was, I was trying to water things. therapy. I think that should help a lot too. Doing more water therapy, but I'm telling you, I met a young lady who, and she's now a doctor. She's a holistic doctor. When she was diagnosed, when she was in medical school, um, with MS, and um. She didn't want to go the conventional way with taking the medication and that kind of stuff. So she started juicing. She doing the water. She did the water exercise. She um, did the minerals. She did the probiotics, and she doesn't no longer has it. And that's what she is today. She is a physician, but she's a holistic doctor, and she's on that holistic perspective. And vitamin C and infusion. You hear testimony. Did you check out the vitamin C infusion information? No, I'm not, I'm not up on the fusion information. Yeah, and that's where people are doing vitamin C in their veins, and it's easy. Um, actually, I'm going to try it because it's, it's nothing wrong with it. Um, just find you a, a holistic doctor or a physician, and you got even now you got regular physicians that are giving vitamin C infusion to people who have cancer, and people are seeing great results of of with their body. So um, people are searching and researching for themselves. They're not just depending on one man in a white coat to tell them their health journey. They're reading, they're researching, and that's why you see the cannabis oil so popular because here in Atlanta, before they passed laws to say cannabis oil can be used for, um, for municipal purpose, for health purpose, and it came about with these children constantly having seizures. And some of these children were having over 100 seizures a day. And um, families were up and rooting, selling their home, going to Colorado, any place that would allow cannabis oil to be sold and given to children for their health. Okay. And, and these people got their children back. And my cousin was diagnosed in 2008 with lung cancer. And she only weighed 48 pounds, and they sent her home in the ambulance with a trick in her throat, all kind of hooked up, and only giving her a few days to live. And this guy she knew whose family had just opened the cannabis oil business, uh, store, a cannery in the um, um, state of Washington, Tammy said she was so weak, all she can do was suck on the brownie and drink Insure Plus. She sucked on the brownie and drank Insure Plus. She got strong enough to go into their store, and when they went into the store, they told us, we give it to people who have cancer-free. 
at that time. I don't know if they still do. And they gave it to her. And she went home and got it in a little syringe, and she put a little dot on this on the little foil, and she said she fixed it where it was just small enough, a little pin drop. And she would take one in the morning, one in the evening, and she did that. She still continued taking her medication. She drank Insure Plus because she's not a holistic person. She just, you know, she just ate what she wanted to eat at that time to get something in the system. Oh, okay. The soups, that kind of stuff. And within two, a month or a month and a half, I can't remember how short of a time, she went back to the, the mask was gone off her lungs, completely gone. And the more she did it, the better she got. So she started eating her regular food and went back. She stopped smoking and drinking during that time. And I think about 2013, 2012, she went back to smoking and drinking. Maybe a year or two years later, she was diagnosed with cancer on the tongue. Mm. Went back to the can- went back to the cannabis oil and started doing that again, and it's gone again. So she said, "Okay, I, I, I." She said, "No, no, I, I'm not gonna be hard headed. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done." And now she wanna open up a store in Seattle, Washington, and she wants to help others that was in a situation like her to help them to get better. Um, people with back pain, arthritis, and other health issues are being set free. Now, the reason why I mention these different journeys. Because based on people's situation, financial situation, these ability uh-huh. to get something, let them know. You can go to the health food store, go to the grocery store, start juicing, doing the probiotics, do, do, making sure you're doing the water, doing the minerals, the sea moss. Sea moss is 100 and that's about uh, 99 minerals that's in the sea moss. You can buy sea moss over, the, over on Internet. You can buy it in a pill form. Once my website is up, we're still working on that. Hopefully we'll get that done. You'll be able to purchase a lot of these things. Marsha's only going to tell you what she tried and known to work. I'm not going to be out there selling something because somebody come up to me and say, sell this. No, it has to work because I don't spend too much money on too many things in my past that did not work. And I don't want people to do that because people, you know, would you have to decide whether to buy medicine or buy your food? Food is designed to be your medicine. And I think we need to know how to go. I know we need to go behind, know how to do that again, make food our medicine. So I'm going to suggest, Edgar, that you do more juicing. Get all the food out. Get the meat out your diet completely. All the white starch okay. out your diet completely. And just juice. And you can buy the juice in the container at Whole Food already juiced. Or at Outpost, they can juice it for you. Here's kale, here's spinach, here's apple. Or if you got a blender, just put that stuff in there and strain it, so you don't want that all that fiber because it may be too hard on your stomach right now. And just do that. Then for um, constipation, prune juice. Um, guess what? When you start eating raw, if you want a good bowel movement, eat raw. And, that, and get the fiber, meat and salad, that will clean out your colon. And then, again, having a colon cleanse. I, actually, I had been in Wisconsin three months this past year, back in 2019. And that's the longest I've been up there. 
and I was scheduled for a clinic. I said, oh, I got to find a lady with a clinic. And I found one lady that's in Mequon that does clinics. So I went to her. Her name was Laura. Really nice lady. I said, oh, I have some people I know because they're sick and they need to get a clinic. They need to clean their colon out. Get that colon moving. Get the stuff moving because disease starts in the gut. So once we get that gut clean, the gut affects the brain, the frontal lobe of your brain. So once we get that gut cleaned out, everything else will be good. And so that's why it's so important for us to clean our stomach out because that, that meat sits in your gut longer, and especially if you're not getting grass-fed meat or um, meat that's being done the old way. Our meat is coming from a manufacturing farm. If you look at what they're doing with animals, you probably won't never eat another piece of meat again, ever, 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 ever. So, yeah. Now, um, you said you're on six medication, right? Yeah. What are they? What are the six yeah. medications? Well, most of them are for you know my, the uh, for my uh, for high blood, blood thinners, cholesterol, and my uh, my cramps. And then I think I'm on a, a low dose diet, low dose aspirin. All right. When you the high, the high blood pressure should go away with that uh, when you do the water and the salt. And if you get the, out the carbs out your diet, when you start juicing, all that other stuff gonna go away. All that when you start juicing and doing natural food, all of that other stuff gonna go away. I guarantee it. I've seen it, and I'm not lying. Well, I hope to you. so. Yeah, you just need to juice. And just do it for a couple of months. Usually what I found out, even from testimony, you can go to uh, Ty Bolin, the cure for cancer. Because if you cancer and other disease, it's the same thing. Just people sharing their testimonies, people out here saying, this would help me. I want to help others because this is the avenue I found to help me. Christy Cancer, that's out there. The Gersons out of California. I want to train with the Gerson Institute because I really want to bring this information because I watched my dad die of cancer, my mom. Um, we could have, you know, that's another thing, with families and friends and uh, not believing in the natural. And I, my mom was in hospice, and I was trying to convince my sister to get her out of hospital to bring her home. They didn't want to because I didn't have power of attorney. I was slipping in my mom's feeding tube um, some food for her. The nurse pulled me aside because I wouldn't leave her room uh, because they had a morphine patch on her. They was giving her morphine. They were giving her eight. Mom was taking about eight to ten different medications. High blood pressure. But mama's blood pressure was normal. I said, look, you gave this lady 30 days. You want to get her on blood pressure medication. You had her on a, um, antidepressant medication. I said, y'all milking her insurance because she had two insurance. Oh, we can take her off of this. Oh, we can take her off of this. Oh, we can take her off of this. They had a morphine patch on her. And every three hours, four hours, they keep I said, no, she's not showing no pain, no stress. Get out of here. You're not giving her no more shots. 
And the little stuff I was feeding her in the hospital, in that place, the nurse and the doctor pulled us aside and said, okay, uh, your mom is turning around, and we can take her off the hospice. I was trying to get her out of there, and I couldn't. I had to leave to go do a presentation in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. When I got back, because my sister allowed them to give her all this medication and the drugs, she wasn't there. She was kind of like staring in space. She was no longer there. They gave her a shingle shot, a flu shot, and a tetanus shot. And I, I said, look, she only got 30 days. If she steps on a nail, I'll call you. But that didn't happen. But what I'm trying to say is all that toxin gets into your brain, gets into your cell, it just helps you to die faster. But what's going to help us to live when we go back to eating from the table that gives life, not death? If anything has to die for us to eat, then that means it's not that healthy for us at this point. So I just say we just need to go back and try it and see what happens. You know, when you go to the doctor, they give you a medication. You say, well, that medication didn't work. Mr. Moore, okay, Mr. Moore, how about we up the doses? Uh, or we'll try this other new medication. We'll try that and see how it works. Let's try the food that comes from the garden and see how that works. All right, we're on the D Hour Network for your help. This is Marcia Patterson. We're going to take another break. We'll be right back.
Patterson, your host, and tonight I just I'm so privileged to have Edgar Moore on here. We're taking taking time to share the journey. You know, I've been on this journey for over twelve years and I've met so many people and you read about people writing books on their testimonies and things like that. And speaking of book, I have a book, I just finished it, it's in the editing process called Healing in the Kitchen. Things that are right in our kitchen that that can heal our body. And I want people to have this information because our grandparents and their great-grandparents, they knew what was in our garden to have us heal. And, you know, Dr. Lestel Carter was on the previous Sunday, and he talked about his book on herbs. And I'm telling you, if you live in Wisconsin, even if you don't live in Wisconsin, go check out Dr. Lestel Carter. You can always call him at uh, his pharmacy. He's always there to help you, guide you. And what he shares with you, he also back up with scientific studies to validate what he's doing and what he's sharing with you. And same with me. Um, I'm just sharing people's testimonies, things that I've witnessed, um, that I've seen, and I know has worked. And I want everyday people to have this information because when you get that prognosis and you get that diagnosis, you're scared. Sometimes your family members don't know where to turn. You're busy working and you don't have time. You got kids. You got grandkids. So who got time to research? So I'm bringing this information to everyday people. So take time to listen to my uh, previous blog talk radio shows, and you hear the, the guests that have come forward to talk about their kids' mental illness, how they have their children back, autism, how they got their children back, cancer, how they got their health back, and that's what we want. We want to have that healthy life. And not just for us, for me. You know, I can get over here and get this information and, hey, be over here dancing. But I want other people to be able to have that health and dance also, too. Edgar, you used to dance. You still dance? You like to dance? Oh, no. I, I quit dancing. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I used to dance all the time. Matter of fact, for the band, I was creator of the dance steps. Uh, we had to, now, we, we, we just did sing and play our instruments. We had to dance, too. And we had steps that we did in each tune that we played. So I was steady on the go for that. Yes, yes. So now, now see, none of that. None of that now. Mm-mm. Right. We're going to bring that back. Yeah. I want that to come back. That should come back where you can go back and pick up that saxophone and be able to do that dance routine right with that saxophone. you you got to see yourself doing that again. Yeah, I, I, I got it here. I got it fixed up. It's like brand new. And then I got a piano. I got bongos. I got about 10 harmonicas. I, I, I still play my harmonica. Wow. Okay, okay. Now, do any of your children taking up any of your uh, instrumental uh, gifts and talents? Pardon me? Any of your children do any of your uh, play instruments like you did? Uh, my oldest boy, he plays uh, guitar and piano. He's got a keyboard okay. and stuff okay. like that, yeah. Yeah, I don't you remember we tried to have a, you know the Supremes and the Temptation and look yeah I'm taking us back and we was in the living room and you were trying to start, start a little band trying to practice singing don't you remember those days Yeah <laughs> Oh yeah But look he used yeah. to do it I was trying to sing back in those days I taken voice lesson and all that kind of stuff but I let I was I was playing I was playing clarinet and clarinet and um, saxophone. <laughs> 
But look, I want to challenge you. Okay, we already said you're gonna we're gonna take this challenge, and when are you gonna start doing this challenge uh, with the juicing and stuff? I'm putting you on the spot now. Soon as I can. Perfect. Perfect. I got perfect, to get up perfect. in the morning and um, get my bills paid and get to the store and stuff. Got to, matter of fact, I got to I get know. on the phone and get to my caregiver and let him know that my sister would be picking him up in the morning so we can get out and get these bills paid and stuff. I know. Yeah, you gonna pay bills? You, you, look, you got to get to. You got to come up to twenty twenty and pay the bills online, huh? Yeah, yeah, I pay mine online. <laughs> But, you know, I really appreciate sharing your story. Now, um, I really appreciate Is there anything else that your symptoms that you're feeling or going through with MS that you want people to know about? Well, it's a lot of lot of things as far as the cramps, the constipation, the diarrhea, the stiffness, the loss of range of motion in your limbs. You know, so it's a, it's a lot of things, and then you get blurred vision. Some of everything. Oh, your vision, your vision yes. goes back. So, and, and like it's, it's in my back, but I don't want it to run, move any further and go up to my brain. Then I know I'll be in a mess then. So that's what the doctor's oh, going to be working on. I got a, a doctor's appointment Wednesday, and that's for a cardiogram. Once I have this cardiogram. Then the doctor, my uh, primary care doctor, would know what type of medication to put me on, whether I can take this certain medication that he wants to give me. So I have to do my cardiogram first. That's Wednesday. Then my next appointment would be the 13th of February. So I got to do. Is there a big? Is there a big population of MS patients that you're seeing when you go to your doctor or no? Uh, that floor that I was on, there's um, a whole wing. Matter of fact, I, I would say for spinal, um, well, uh, it, people that have spinal problems, that, 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 that's concerned okay. with the MS, and but it's a whole, it's a whole wing. For that, and a lot of therapy for MS. So they do have a lot of MS patients. Wow! And and your 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 caregiver come in and do physical therapy at the house with you. Is that correct? No, I I have to go to Freighter to get to this. I have a caregiver that he that that's my grandson. That he doesn't do too much of anything, but um. Uh, get me out the door to the stores and this and that. And he might do a little work around the house and, you know, but other than that, um, no, I, I, I have to go, but I got to get me an electric wheelchair before I, um, uh, where I can take myself to the doctor. You know, and I, I wouldn't okay. have, wouldn't need the caregiver. Now, is there other people in your family that have been diagnosed with uh, MS before or are you the first? Um, Gail's daughter, her, uh, she got one daughter, she got two daughters and a son, but one of her daughters are, has a mess. She's a school teacher. Wow. Yeah, we're the only, only one so far. 
And Gail is her Gail mm-hmm. is your sister, so that was your niece. So your niece has um, yeah. she's been dying of MS. Okay. Okay. But she has so, MS and, you know, and lupus. That's, and that's both an autoimmune disease, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. And autoimmune disease comes from the gut. And we can cure that up when you cure up the gut, clean up the gut. Um, I, 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 I think I sent you a video with Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride. She talks about the gut and the psychology syndrome. Her book is excellent. Uh, I'm telling you, people who have children that's autistic, ADHD, depression, schizophrenic, MS, when we change our diet, we can get our health back. I did a presentation a couple of years back with um, the police department um, sharing with them that I truly believe that our officers need to clean their gut up and they need to be healthy so they can make good choices and make decisions that's going to save their lives as well as save the lives of people in the community. And that we eat such a bad diet that they now have this diagnosis called the Brewer syndrome, where if you raise your kids on carbs and sugar, and what happens is you get yeast built up in your gut, that that individual could get drunk without taking one drink of alcohol whatsoever, and they call it the Brewer Mm -hmm. syndrome. And people and young kids who have that poor diet crave alcohol and drugs at an early age. And we can get our children back by changing their diet. And people are being sick, making poor decisions and judgments because the frontal lobe of the brain affects your decision, your emotions, your common sense gets messed up. And like I told the officers when I did the presentation, how many times when you arrest a young person, you ask, why did you do that? Everybody said simultaneously. They said, I don't know. And guess what I learned? They don't know why they're doing it. Because that food toxic in our brain has us doing some dumb stuff. So I'm, I'm, I tell anyone, I'm, I can see people getting their lives back, mentally, physically, and emotionally. The emotional part comes from the spirit time, forgiveness, love, connecting to, I pray, I believe in Jesus, I believe in Yeshua, I believe in the Heavenly Father, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, that he sent his son. That's where I am. You find your space of faith-based, of love and forgiveness for the spiritual side, the physical side, eating food that's going to heal your body and your mind, emotional side, loving, forgiving, and and letting people know that they matter in your life, not after they're gone or while they ain't able to respond to your, your, um, your love or your touch. So we need to be able to do that while we're alive, you know. I just want to thank you, Edgar, for taking time out your day. You know. Okay. And when I get to Milwaukee, you're going to hook up. I want to thank you for having me. You know, I try to get Herky on here. 
uh, Herky. Um, oh, okay. I talked Hicks. to him earlier today. And what did he say? But his mother called him. I, I, I had to call him back. He told me to call him back, but I won't be able to call him tonight. Like I said, I got to get my caregiver up and get him together so we can get together for the morning. And then I can okay. get my day started for tomorrow. Okay. But I so appreciate you having me on your radio program. I enjoyed it, and it's very informational. Good. Good. That's what I want it to be. I just want to, I want you to have something, something that's easy to do. Nothing is, oh, mom, I can't do that. I can't get a hold of that. I don't know what you're talking about, girl. I want it easy, simple, the probiotic, the water, the salt, juicing, starting small. Get the meat out the okay. diet, you know, the wrong kind of meat. And then we're gonna, once you got your body peeled, we're going to show you how to implement the right kind of stuff, the right kind of meat back into your body. And have your nep- your caregiver them to check out that um, grass-fed beef place in um, 50-something in the state. I think it's the 51st in the state. And they have bone broth. So if you're going to do anything from a cow, do the bone broth. And you buy it just like a soup, and you and it heals your digestive system. It helps build your immune system up. And that's what autoimmune mm-hmm. people problem is. Their immune system is whacked up. And that's why. So oh, okay, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah. All right, love you guys. I thank you so much. I'm going to take another break. And Edgar, thank you so much for being on the show. All righty, thank you too. All right, thank you. There is 
right, you're back with the D-Hour Network. Marcia Patterson, your host with For Your Health Show and Yesterday's Kitchen for Today. I just want to say thank you, Edgar and Tonya, for being on my show. Um, also, to remind our listening audience, I'm going to say this again, this radio show and advice, all the information presented here is for the purpose of information and education only. It should not be construed as offering medical advice or diagnosis or treatment for any illness, injury, or condition for preventing any health problems. The listening audience should consult with their licensed practitioner or their doctor for proper diagnosis. We're just sharing with you um, their journey and what it's going to look like. We're going to have them back on the show to give you prognosis of how it's going, juicing. And I know it's going to go well because, uh, like I said, I've met and read so many different things about people's journey from depression, from uh, back pain, arthritis, anxiety, allergy, PMSC, um, fatigue, mood, overweight, so many different health issues has been eliminated, even with children from autistic um, symptoms and stuff gone. Um, I'm a big advocate fan of Natasha Kellen McBride. She's been on the show. Going to bring all these people back to give you update information that empowers you and your family to better health. And that's my journey. Um, also, um, yesterday's kitchen for today, um, we'll be getting ready to do a webinar. Hopefully, we'll have that set up for the month of April. Or somewhere around April, we'll get the information out where this webinar is inviting people to join our team on educating families and friends on eating healthy by doing home parties being able to earn money and doing that. So as we update, we'll update the uh, Internet and the blog talk show on when that's going to be uh, still putting this together. The Lone Ranger, not complaining, but just explaining, you know, it's a journey that um, it's a passion for me to do. It's times that I'm wondering why I'm doing it because, you know, I don't pay the bills. But I'm just grateful that, I have people call me back and say, Marsha, I'm feeling better. I'm off my blood pressure medication or I've lost the weight or I'm, I'm good. And that's rewarding. That's very rewarding. And, you know, when you see so many people and people you love and you know suffering or going through, you want to help them. You, you, you want to help them. And even people you don't know, you don't want no one suffering. You know, as a human being, we all want to look out for each other or make sure – we're doing our best. So yesterday's kitchen for today, check out my um, Facebook page. I have a lot of previous blog talk, great information out there about health, nutrition, and uh, just check that out in um, yesterday's kitchen for today. All right. We'll be right back. Can throw out all the blues and hit 
Back with the Beyond Network. I just want to say to my listening audience, I've been on this show for about two years, and I just need to get feedback to know that this information is powerful, this information is helpful. If anyone out there has found that the information we have had through our guests or information I share, I need to get some feedback to say, you know what, I like the show, I love what you're doing, I would love, appreciate that because. I need to know that the impact that we're sharing about people's lives, the journeys they're taking, the things that we've learned to bring to the table to better our health and the health of others is benefiting my listening audience. So you can give me a call um, at 404-645-3778, or you can email me, you know, at just uh, for your health, w at gmail.com. Or you can also post things on my Facebook page after the show. You can go always go back on our Facebook page and listen to previous shows and give feedback. That's the way I, we learn from each other is what others are sharing and what they're doing and that has been beneficial. So I need to know that. Um, then if you want to hear something else again or more information, if you have questions, or if you even have a guest that you would like for me to have on the show, I would love to hear about that. So sometimes when you're out here and you're pedaling in this water and you feel like you're all alone, you wonder, is it worth it? I know this information is worth it. I know what it's done to others and how it's helping others. 
But I think being from my community, we like to take from many people in our community. We just take and not give. If we're giving you something, give back the fact to say, you know what, this worked for me. Let me share this with others or let me share with you the benefit of the information that you're giving out here. You know, a lot of times when I meet people and I'm sharing stories about the health or how to be better or things like that, sometimes they'll say, well, I don't have that problem. Well, you know, taking the information because the problem may not be for you, but it may be for someone else, a coworker, a family, a friend. Take in that knowledge and save it and store it in your memory, store it in within you because you may have to regurgitate that back for someone else. Wait a minute. I just learned about this. I learned that juicing and how salt and water is beneficial for you, your health. Some kind of information is not just for you. It's for someone else. And we are our brother's keeper. We're to look out for one another. And I think that's so important for us to do during these time and ages. And, you know, I don't know. I know many states, uh, I was talking to my cousin in Seattle, my daughter, she's out in uh, California visiting. And the homeless population is, everybody keeps saying the, the economy is good. But all I'm seeing is more and more homeless camps picking up around the community. So we have working poor people, the people that's out here working but can't afford an apartment because the cost of living in these apartments are getting high. People can't afford insurance. I want to be able to give them some options as to what they can do to provide for their health and the health of their family. And that's why I wrote the book, Healing in the Kitchen, Little Things Like Salt, Cayenne Pepper, Turmeric, you know, different things that I've learned about over the years that has been beneficial for help, helping me to stay healthy, and I thank God for that. I know prayer is is a big part of my life, and that is so important to be able to balance your spiritual life, your physical life, and your emotional life so you can have that whole health of wellness, the three, the trinity, that the trinity in your life, spiritual physical and emotional that can bring a good balance for you and your families that are with you. So it's important for me to hear that the information that we're putting out here, because I do this um, every Sunday, two hours, um, taking time out throughout the week, deciding what guests, kind of praying about what guests to be on there, what information I think is important for everyday people to know and to have. So I would like to know Hey, you know what, girl? That works. I love it. Keep doing it. Otherwise, you know, I just have to figure out if it's worth the time, which I do know it is, and I don't can't give it up. Sometimes I think about giving it up, but I know what I have to share is important. I know it's, it's people once they try it, and a lot of times we probably don't take note to anything until we got the issue or the diagnosis or prognosis. Sometimes we think life just go on and on and on, and uh, it doesn't. Um, our bodies break down. Things start wearing down, especially if we're feeding it food that is not healthy. And my mission really is to uh, I want to be able to reach the uh, correctional center to get to our kids because our family, you know, feeding these kids hot dogs and all this candies and stuff, 
it's called making candy criminals. Uh, we're making our children criminals by what we're feeding them before they're in the womb and after they're in the womb. So I'm telling families we can get our kids back from that mental and violent mindset to diet. And mental illness is real. We had Tony Stephan on talking about his son, his struggles, and True Hope vitamins for his brain in Canada. His son, he got his son back, daughter, schizophrenic, got him back with vitamins, nourishment for the brain. We are overfed and malnourished. We can get our mind and our bodies back when we feed our bodies and our minds the food that it needs. So I challenge you to take on this journey and to let me know, Marcia, yes, we're going to check this out. And I'm telling you, we can get our bodies back and our kids back with healthy food. So um, this mental state, uh, autism, ADHD, all of these foods can come back to us, can give us life and give it to us more abundantly if we eat it. So we're going to show you how to prepare those foods, how to do it through uh, yesterday's kitchen for today. We're going to be doing webinars. Information in the website will be up soon, so bear with me. Um, it's, you know, it's a struggle financially, but I'm not complaining. I'm just explaining that this journey, I can't give it up. I'm going to continue it. I'm not going to quit. So I wish everyone a blessed week. Bless your, uh, have safe uh, week and be safe because, you know, uh, life isn't, life isn't guaranteed to us. So I just tell, uh, you know, I was driving on the expressway here in Atlanta and it was in a tanker truck exploded and um, two people were killed. So, you know, walking anywhere, we can be, we can lose our lives. So be safe, be blessed, and be healthy.